Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host in crime, Captain Jack Daddy. What's topping, baby? <laughs> oh, gosh, you have to add the, the dad or I gotta the add a little spice, now. man. I gotta add just a little bit of spice, man. Just a little bit. Yeah. Man, yesterday sucked. Um, oh, t- tell me. Okay, so I had a really good Lord's Day. We gathered together um, as one church. Uh, our two services combined together in a middle school uh, that's nice. just down the road from us, and we've been doing this for the second time. I think that it's it's going to go. We're trying to make it in a in a way in which everybody's gathered together in one service. We're trying to get to that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not trying to have this whole two service gig going, um, but in any case, sure. um, so after Lord's Day services, really good. Um, I was standing in line at the store, and we were getting sandwiches, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm getting a migraine, dude. Oh, no. Dude, it flipping sucked for the rest of the day. It was it's probably one of the worst ones I've had in a while. So, sorry, man. It yeah, sucks. it's not fun. Yeah, not fun at all. No, Even with medication, it still it still sucked. So, yeah, yeah. So you're just laid out like a like in a fetal position somewhere. Just don't talk to me. Like everything hurts. Just, I just yeah. Give me an I, hour. I I, I close. <laughs> give me like six. <laughs> oh, <laughs> give me like six man. hours. Um, I was like laid out in in my bedroom. I shut all the windows and everything and blacked everything out and just laid in there. Tried oh, to man. get something going. Yeah, it. I still kind of feel it from today. It's it's not fun having a migraine when the seasons start to change. So, no, no, it's not. No, anyway, no. most most so, most old guys can feel the feel it in their bones. Jack just feels it in his head, in a very particular spot, right right above the temple. <laughs> yeah, like right, like somebody, like literally yanking the back of my eyes and just like 
Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's oh, I know. Time. I've had migraines before, dude. They <laughs> suck. They're horrible. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Jack, yeah. before we hop into some business today, buddy, we got a shout out to give. We have mm. a name that needs to be hallowed through the halls of this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Per, per our vow. That's right. That's right. Give them the give them the cross. <laughs> if you're not on if you're not on YouTube, you know, we're we're giving them the sign of the cross right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh we have uh, this wonderful, wonderful human being. That joined the ranks of the podluck. He's getting that sweet, sweet exclusive content, and it is time for us to fulfill our vow that we shall make his name hallowed through the halls of this podcast. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed, hallowed. Trenton Johnson. First off, can I just say, mm. what a what a strong name. What a baller name. a very name. strong name, yes. Yeah, Trenton name. Johnson. Like, okay, so Trenton yeah. Johnson. Trenton Johnson is like a catcher for the like New York Mets and he's just a bulldog behind that plate dude right right that's like that's I think of Trenton Johnson I think of that or I think of like a light middle heavyweight heavyweight boxer Trenton Johnson yeah. and he's just clocking folks dude he's got a crazy left hook right you you threw me off because I thought he actually played for the New York Mets at first. I'm no, like, Whoa, what? no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Are no. we on here? I'd be, I'd, I'd be hitting him up for way more than a $5 holiday yeah. if that was true. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, how about oh a sponsorship God. and maybe some tickets? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the name, the strong name. Okay. Trenton Johnson, okay. we salute you. We thank you for your patronage. We thank you for your $5 holla. We thank you for joining the ranks of the Podluck. You, sir, are a legend. And with that, Jack, our vow has been fulfilled, and Trenton Johnson's name has been hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. That's right. Through the halls of this podcast. Jack, before we move on to Mm -hmm. our topic today, why don't you give us the Reformatory Cigar of the Week? What do you got for us? Okay. So we moved on from our Luciano little trifecta that we had going on the last few weeks. And now we. Which was excellent work, by the way, my friend. It was. It was nice. It was a nice little reprieve. Um, mm-hmm. So now we have a bigger name cigar brand, uh, which is I would say I would recommend this for anybody who's starting to go into cigars as well too, because um, I think the I just don't think the flavors are going to overwhelm you, but I think it's also kind mm-hmm. of like a good price point and everything. Anyway, it is called the Alec Bradley. Um, Prensado Lost Art, and it, it is in the Grand Toro Vitola sizing. Um, yep. So I had this uh, not too long ago, about a couple weeks ago, when I was building up everything when I was doing the Luciano series. And uh, I had this on a recommendation from one of the tobacconists at uh, Smoky Joe's here in uh, Tacoma. And so I took a look at it. And it, it really doesn't it doesn't start to kick up in flavor until probably the the second half of the second third. So it's okay. really kind of a little medium and then it starts to slowly creep in and it actually kind of ends a little bit more on like the full flavorness. So kind of interesting dynamic. So breakdown of the cigar. The wrapper is on Honduran. The binder is Honduran and Nicaraguan, and the fillers are Honduran and Nicaraguan. So you got like a Honduran-Nicaraguan kind of vibe going on with the cigar. Um, MSRP is anywhere from about, I would say, $8.50 to about $10. Uh, 
So, uh, and for a Grand Toro, I would say that's a pretty decent pricing on that as well, too. Um, So I usually get a lot of my breakdown stats from like Half Wheel. And Half Wheel, if, if anybody is a cigar snob and knows this, Half Wheel is notorious for like selling short cigars because they are so yeah, they stringent are. on how they like how they <laughs> <laughs> document and and score cigars but honestly i thought that this was like a really good um good cigar has um some pretty pretty typical flavors um but as far as like kind of like cedar um you know there's a lot more floral flavors in this as well too um and then there's like some medium kind of coffee flavors here and there so but Mm -hmm. i think this is a really good cigar for anybody who wants to start into cigars because it's not crazy in flavor um it kind of it's good enough price point where you can kind of start out too and it's with alec bradley alec bradley's actually been stepping up their game a lot with their cigars and not just being like a token brand name and just putting out a bunch of crap (laughs) yeah exactly um anyway i definitely recommend the cigar really good burn uh no issues there really good smoke output um yeah what else there is to say then go get this so there we go all right well, ladies and gentlemen, whether you heard it here for the first time or not, that is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week. As always, Jack, putting in the work for you people. Thank you, Jack, just for your for your excellent, excellent reviewage. We appreciate it. That is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week, and you know what to do, people. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack, so we have a topic today. This is actually a listener requested topic by T Money on Twitter. Mr. T Money. Yeah. I like that. T Money. T Money. T Dollar Sign. T Dollar Sign, baby. You know. <laughs> T Money asks this. He's like, he says that uh, he, he would like five to ten tips. So we're going to take that literally. Five to ten yeah. tips for starting a men's hangout group and seeing it succeed says that there's some interest slash excitement at his church, and he wants to help get that ball rolling. Dude, I I don't know about you, Jack. This is a topic that I can nerd out on for hours. This is but true. We don't, I've heard but we don't do have that. hours. All right? I love <laughs> men's ministry. I think I think just from the experience that I've had, both, both facilitating and being in men's, men's ministries, I think that there are good ways to do it, and I think there's not necessarily... Uh, I won't call them bad ways to do it, but I would say m- less effective ways to do it, right? But before we get into some of the some of the tips and 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 just observations more that 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 I've kind of uh, listed out, Jack, I want to throw it to you first and just ask you just a general question: What has been kind of your experience in the local church with men's ministries as it's just kind of as a whole? Um, I'm sure, like me, you've experienced uh... kind of the wide spectrum that that is men's ministry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, gosh, it, it was to a point where like it, I felt like at one point in my previous churches, men's ministries were definitely on the back burner and they weren't mm. taken. They were taken as we have to do this formal event. We got to do this. We got to do that. Versus like now we're at my local church. We do a month 
monthly event, but then we also have other men doing other different events at their houses and stuff like that too. So there's ways in which this can work out and supplement. So, yeah, I would say that one part of it is, how can I say this? Um, with not being too, um, too spicy. Um, (laughs) you can have, you can have men's, um, men's ministries and it basically be a caricature of men Mm, or you can have men's ministries and it just kind of like flows into what everybody kind of likes. Right. So why I say that is because at Mars Hill, we, it was okay. It it was like the it was like a caricature of yeah. of a me, of a men's ministry or something like that going on there. It just didn't seem right, and even afterwards, it still didn't seem right either. Um, when we went independent, so I'm not there to like knock opportunity and some people that are trying to like change the men ministry dynamic, but it just felt like. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, dude. Okay. So, 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 as you're saying that, you know where my mind automatically went to. It oh, crap, automatically where? went to the Stronger Men's Conference. Oh my god! Have you not seen that. this thing, dude? The Stronger <laughs> yes, I have. because it's because because you like terrible. like your observation is 100 percent correct. There's so many churches that in like engage men's ministry, but it turns into just a caricature of what a man is supposed to be. And this this stronger yeah. man's conference, Jack and I have made fun of it before, I think. But that is the literally the epitome of that. That there's there's cage yeah. fighting. There's like there's like strength competitions. It's like a it's like a rock show. They're driving a tank over like a whole bunch of like it's cars. So it's it's so it's ridiculous. So and and guess who? I mean, if you're if you're on the um, if you're on YouTube. You'll see this, but Jack, yeah. guess who is one of the one of the main oh, speakers? Yeah. Oh, right there, gosh. What Dark a Crystal dummy. baby. What a dummy! <laughs> Absolute dummy, dude. How, Mark how am I Crystal, not baby? surprised at this at this garbage right now? Yeah, seriously. So the Stronger Men's Conference. All right, guys, do yourself a favor so and Google. Please don't go. To Google that. the Stronger Men's <laughs> Conference and look at their little trailer. Oh my gosh! But. As much as we love poking fun at that, because it needs to be poked fun at, honestly, it serves a good point. And this is exactly what you're talking about, Jack. I think too many churches, and 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 I will say, well-intentioned, well-meaning churches, I think engage yeah. in their gender-based ministries without really understanding or, tr- I'll say, taking the time to get to know... Mm-hmm the men or women in their church, right? Yeah. Because just because this is what, like, large churches do for their men's ministries, or this just because this is how we've done it in the past, doesn't mean that that's what's going to fit your specific local church, right? Yeah. Because what ends up happening is you just have, you know, I mean, this is going to sound callous, but it's, again, it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a reality. You're going to have men's ministries that just get together and they all talk about sexual sin for an hour and then they go home. Or you have the women's ministries that are just going to talk about how to be a better mom. And that's all you get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's no, like, there's no, there's no amount of, let's actually, let's actually tailor this toward the people that are in our church because not everyone's going to fit that demographic, right? 
So mm-hmm. when you're talking about just getting guys together, right? Not even strictly a men. A, I mean, I mean, it is a men's ministry. I do consider it men's ministry. But the approach that I take and the approach that I have found to be the most effective, um, again, from ex- experiencing both and trying both, what I have found with specifically men is one of the hardest things that you're going to get a man to do is to open up, be vulnerable, and get to the point where he's actually wanting to to be real with you. Just because, like, I think just in, just generally... Guys just kind of struggle with that. I know I do. Like, you know, it takes a while for me mm-hmm. to get to that level with somebody. I need to trust them, right? I need to I need to be in an environment where I can get to know them and things like that, right? So whenever you create an event to where that's almost the expectation, those walls are going to go up immediately, right? Yeah. Or if you're creating an event to where you're like, all right, we're going to get all the guys together and we're going to read through this book and it's going to be a Bible study. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think Bible studies are fine. I think going through books are fine. Uh, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but you need to understand that if that is the if that is going to be the way that you try to connect with the guys in your church, you're going to have a harder time because that's not an environment that automatically puts people at ease. Right. Yeah. Now it's it. You know, again, it's not that we're wanting to tailor all of our church ministries to people's feelings and things like that. That's not what I'm saying. But you need to understand, and I think we need to be clear on what our expectations are. So, when I'm wanting to start, or I'm wanting to get to know some of the guys in my church, and I'm wanting to provide for them a a way to increase the community and the relational quality with the other guys, right? Um. I start by trying to find a common interest. I try to find a common interest yeah. with some of the guys in church. With our particular, uh, you know, with my particular group up here, a large common interest, uh, I mean, you know, surprise, surprise, food. Food, cigars, like yeah, simple things like that. So when I get guys together, I always make sure that I am providing some sort of some sort of meal, some sort of food, and it's usually something very meat based. I know, like we're we're railing against against stereotyping guys, but some stereotypes hold up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one one way that that I that I do it is that I try to be the one to provide the food. Now, the guys can pitch in and help, you know, with like, you know, maybe 20 bucks here and there or something like that. But but I want to be the one that's helping helping with that so they don't have to worry about it, because a lot of these guys are coming off work. A lot of them are coming off blue collar jobs. They don't want to have to go home and like make something or make a side or something like that. It's just easier if they can just show up and come for a good time. Right. That's 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 I think important. So I try to provide some food for him. Um. Another big one that is it's it it's harder and I haven't been the greatest at this so far but I I'm trying to get there is try to have your guys night or whatever it is at a consistent time. Like Jack Jack says they have one once a month. That's what I do at my church. We have one once a month. It's usually on a Friday night. Um, that Friday kind of shifts here and there. Uh, but you always know it's going to be on a Friday. So it usually starts at 7. Right. Consistency helps just with schedules and things like that, especially when you have, you know, dads or, you know, uh, guys that work late. You know, they they need to know, like, what to put on their calendar. Right. Um, Yeah. 
we already touched a little bit on this one, but I wrote it down because I think it it bears repeating. And I want to uh, I want I'd like to know your thoughts on this too, Jack. Is I I make sure not to have any expectations for the time that we're getting together. And the reason I say that is because if my goal is to get these guys that I'm ministering to, to a place where they're comfortable, where the walls are down, and we can actually have some real conversations, yeah. one of the main ways to, to make that not happen is to set that as the expectation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There is nothing that's going to put walls up with somebody if you say the sentence, all right, we're going to get together and this is going to be a time for us to really get to know each other and really, really, you know, dive into each other's lives and be vulnerable with each other. If if you say that, <laughs> it ain't going to happen, Jack. Nah, son. Nah, son. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> right. And As a community group leader, that never happens that way. Okay. Let's be honest about this. It's just you not going to happen. That. Okay. Right. And that took me forever to figure out, dude. Like it took me forever to figure that out, that if you set that as the expectation, that expectation is not going to be met. All right. Now I'm yeah, not saying, not I'm not saying have a devious motive or you're setting up or have ulterior motives. No. Right. It's understanding no the guys in your church mm-hmm. it's understanding the people yeah. that you're working with and it's understanding that true like just just this is how it is in real life if you want a real relationship with somebody true relationship you actually want to get to know them and have like relational quality like it's going to happen by you just doing it and taking the time versus you saying well this is what we should do so now everyone do it it's just it's just not it's not going to happen right no so don't don't turn your guys' night into a Bible study. And I know that is one of the most unreformed things that like I'm going I'm going to get my reform card taken away, right? <laughs> my point is this, Bible studies and book studies have their place and they're good. And it it can be it can be very valuable for the church. I'm not knocking those yeah. at all. But they have their place. And I think one of if if your goal is to increase community and increase that relational quality that we're talking about one of the best ways that i have found to do that is to get a bunch of guys together give them food mm-hmm. let them chat let them talk let those conversations <clears throat> excuse me let those conversations and that community happen naturally instead of you trying to conjure up or create an environment almost to to like manipulate uh, you know c- c- community right thoughts yeah. on that jack yeah like am i crazy um, so, have i lost no, my reform card no you're not crazy <laughs> but i mean yeah i mean every it just depends like how you do this so like some churches are very much going to be like formal and they're like men's ministries right and i feel like that's not that's not going to help people a whole lot because mm-hmm. um you're you're gonna need to talk about things that are outside the realm of just like a Bible study, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, so there's there's something so we do this in a in a series of different ways. So at my local church we have a men's breakfast once a month in which we are either going through some type of series or something like that. So right now 
we thought it was kind of funny to a certain extent of like just going through how, you know, the seven deadly sins, what are those? Like, why is that? It's just kind of like almost like a little series that we're going through. And so there's like some teachings on it. There's some interactive group kind of pauses in which we interact as like smaller groups of men and stuff like that and talk a little bit further. But it's not so much like a Bible study. It's more mm. like an interactive kind of men's group, right? So each so once a month we have that. And then throughout the rest of the remaining time, we have community groups. We also have what we call kind of like men's different men's groups in which certain men will meet up and just do whatever they want to do. Like mm -hmm. I know like some guys right now during the summertime, some guys have bigger backyards and they'll invite other guys over yeah. to hang out, to oh. have cigars, to do whatever. That's the best time. Um, so there's like, so there's like different, there's different things like that. Right. So I think that's helpful in the sense that you have a structured, maybe one once a month kind of event where you get all the men from the church involved. And then you have kind of sporadic week to week basis kind of stuff going on in which it's a little bit more unplanned. Mm -hmm. So I think you could do it that way. That kind of helps out to be quite honest, but yeah, you know, that's just suggestions and stuff like that. Yeah, no, dude, I think that's a fantastic so, you know. point. I don't, don't underestimate the, don't underestimate the power of a hangout in a backyard. You know, honestly, like I can say, I can say unequivocally that some of the sweetest times of fellowship that I have had in the local church happened in the backyard of a good friend, you know, like yeah. these, these, these guys nights that I put together is some of the sweetest fellowship that I get to have in the local church because we're not trying to force anything. There's, there's no agenda. We are lit. The, the purpose is to enjoy each other's company. That is why we are there. Right. And we need to be okay with just having fun for the sake of fun. Like God gave us good gifts to enjoy and it's okay to enjoy those. And I yeah. think really successful ministries in the church, I think they understand that, that sometimes it's just fun to get together and hang out. And if that's all you do, man, you bring God glory in that. And it's, and it's fantastic, yeah. right? It's a great, it's a great thing to do. So set up a time for that. And, and look, keep this in mind too. This isn't void of any type of spiritual benefit, right? And what I mean by that is the fellowship of your church is going to be so much sweeter when you have that relational quality that comes from spending time with one another. Your worship is going to be sweeter. The, the community is going to be closer. The friendships are going to be stronger. And it's not going to be because you, you tried to conjure it through a book study on friendship. <laughs> it's going to be because you yeah. created that environment for friendship to happen. Right? And Jack, yeah. this is what I love about, about these guys' nights. And something that it took me a long time to learn is for the longest time I tried to create the environment and to conjure conjure kind of the right environment for those deep spiritual talks to happen. You know, like I'm going to say, you know, we're going to create this time to get together and we're going to dig deep. Like we're, we're going to get in each other's lives. Like this is the purpose, right? It never happened. It never happened. <laughs> but, yeah, but Jack, seriously. without fail, man, every time these 
these guys nights that we have without fail and without me prompting it without me setting up an environment yeah. to try to conjure it those conversations happen dog on it because mm-hmm. it's not being forced you're not you're not setting yeah. that expectation that this is what's required in order to be here but i can't yeah. tell you like it happens it happens every time and sometimes it's a shorter conversation sometimes it's a longer one but you hear those conversations you hear those guys asking those questions you hear those guys getting involved in each other's lives and you see that relational that relational quality actually actually happening right before you uh, right before your eyes and all i did was print out like a flyer from canva and bought a bunch <laughs> of hot dogs from costco yeah. that's all i did yeah. like yeah. and you 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 invite those guys to that that stuff's going to happen it's going to happen naturally right don't feel yeah. like you have to force it and just be patient with it be patient with it yeah and you'll find that those times are some of the sweetest some of the most enjoyable times of fellowship that you have in the local church and then that is just going to increase the joy on sunday morning because guys are going to be like oh hey i got to know this guy at church or you know i talked to this guy about this about uh, you know um about this thing and on Sunday morning, you see guys who previously hadn't talked to each other. They're talking to each other. They're getting involved in each other's lives. And it was a really simple thing that the Lord used to do that. So don't have any don't have any expectations of it. Just create a a and I know this is a overused term, but but I'm gonna use it. Create a safe environment. Something where you're they're not expected to to perform or not expected to to, you know to get really really deep and tear the walls down and just just allow the lord through the holy spirit to increase the quality of those conversations and he's going to do it um and i guess just the kind of the last thing i'd say is be okay especially at the beginning be okay with a smaller group Right. Be okay with a smaller group because it's going to happen. Right. You're not ministries don't start unless you're like a mega church and you're running over cars with tanks, (laughs) you know, Um, you know, ministries aren't it's 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 going to take time and be okay with a smaller, more more intimate group. And that's okay, Right. Uh, But keep track of those conversations. Right. Listen for those conversations. And those are the things that you can follow up later. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot more that, that could be talked about Jack, but those are just kind of my overall thoughts. Um, do you have anything, you have anything extra add to basically a successful, successful guys night? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, we kind of, we kind of, kind of discuss most of what we talked about right now. I can say this, if you want kind of that balance of you do a formal event that you're doing all things together with one another as a local church and your church is guys, the by all means do that. Like, but don't like make it like every other month, every weekend, because I feel like that kind of overplays. And then on top of it, especially in, uh, if you have a community group dynamic within your local church, so you have community groups throughout the week, or even like if you're more structured in the sense where you have like a midweek service, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I would try and do something along those lines, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's just it's just taking. I think what Josh, the principles are all there. What Josh is saying is basically take the time and put the effort in to just like try and shoot from the hip. <laughs> really, <laughs> like that's like the goal. It's and a very, it's like, a very. If you just shoot from the hip, it's a very calculated hip shot. Let's let's put it that way. It's like like yes. it's very. Yeah. It's it's not a, <laughs> it's not a clean hip shot. It's very calculated, and then you let you let things happen. That that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say like just just doing that and 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 be intentional like. I know all the community groups at my local church get together and we talk about men who maybe aren't in community or maybe need that community and how can you kind of interact with them and reach out to them a little bit more. There's just stuff that we do that's a little bit more intentional. And as a smaller church, it's easy to scale versus as a bigger church, um, (laughs) it's going to take you time for people to basically come together and like iron out certain things and stuff like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, and that that honestly, all good things. Yeah, that that brings a, to thought a a final a final thought, and then we'll close it. Um, I have found these guys' nights that I put on to be the perfect, the perfect thing to invite new guys at the church to. It is such a fantastic yeah. way to get, you know, these guys who who, who visit the church. To, to get them to get them involved, to get them integrated, to get them through the doors and start building relationships with guys. This guys' night is one of the best, if if not if not the best uh, resource that I have found to help guys get involved with the church because it's low pressure. There's no expectations. Show up and eat. I'm going to feed you, and it's going to be good food. And you get to hang out, and you get yeah. to get to know these other guys, dude. It is such a, it is such a great resource for new folks. It really is. It's awesome. Yep, absolutely. Well, there we go, Jack, my friend. I think Big Eva has sung. Big Eva has sung. Sir. Yeah, I think so, I think it's time yes, for us to get out of has. here. Why don't you get us out of here, Jack? And we will uh, we'll go record some eps for our patrons. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you appreciate Josh and I's attempt at making the local church central into the believer's life and also um, vacillating and trying to give you some ideas to make your men's groups or men's ministries a little bit that better, Mm -hmm. uh, you can too can follow us on and continue the conversation on the sociables, if you will. You can send us a message or a DM on the Facebook, the Metaverse. The Instagram goes well with chocolate and marshmallow, or the tweaker, the Twitter, the little blue bird site. Mm-hmm. It'll lose money. It will gain money. It will perpetually divide people. That is a constant yes, solid in the tweakers game. Indeed. Um, you can find us all at those sociable sites at the tag at Reformatory Pod. And Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they might continue to uh, support what we do here and maybe. Um, talk more about that absolutely well if you like what you hear there are multiple ways you can support us if you are on apple or a uh, listening through a service that allows you to rate the podcast allows you to review the podcast we ask that you do give us a little five stars for five solas we'd greatly appreciate that maybe write us a little review helps the podcast get out to more people and helps encourage other people in their love for the local church that would be fantastic you can head on over to patreon 
We have Patreon people, exclusive content. If you give us a $5 holla, five bucks a month, that's all it is, five bucks a month, you too can become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. I think our internet is uh, (laughs) super slow right now. (laughs) Yeah, our internet's glitchy. It's glitchy right now, bro. (laughs) But uh, you could do that. We would greatly appreciate Uh, it. it You can join the ranks of the other folks at the Podluck. That would be fantastic. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory.